Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. That's the team, baby. Uh, six and a half minutes past the hour. Uh, your phone call's coming in uh, as the show continues. We'll get to some more of those. So, uh, so Bubba, as uh, we make our way back into a new hour, uh, we talked about Fauci's pitch, Agnosium, last hour, and we really <laughs> broke it down. And it will it will remain with us throughout the show today, and probably make me smile throughout the weekend. Uh, but then we get into the whole Rick. Before we go any further, can I apologize to girls out there who can throw? Right. Because we've said he throws like a girl. That was comment was made here, and <sighs> but I want to apologize to all the females out there who can throw. Yeah, yeah. He, there, I know many females that can throw better than that. Yeah, and I, matter of uh, fact, I would almost say any. Yeah, I, that's I mean, been brought to my attention. Thank you, and mm-hmm. that that was unfair because they were highly insulted by that. Right, <laughs> and, they, and you know what? You should be right. Also, <laughs> I just got a text from Fifty Cent said he's also a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but anyway, so so uh, the 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 other thing about last night that was big is that it was, and it feels odd to say this with empty stadiums and all the weird stuff going on. It was opening day hmm. for Major League Baseball. Yankees and Nationals got it started. That's where we had the Fauci pitch. But we discussed yesterday and all this. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Not yet. We're not ready. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. With all the political uh, and, and uh, you know, all the different oh, you know, protests so and this and that that's going on with our country, the National Anthem, not the National Anthem, Neil, stand up, do this, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, the, the mantra and the sentiment versus the organization and the agenda. Uh, we have rioting, we have Marxists, we have anarchists, we have all kinds of things going on. Uh, what? How would Major League Baseball handle all of the pressure to acknowledge all the things that we are told now by the various mobs must be acknowledged? Uh, and um, and then you have other groups that say, well, it better not be done this way. I'll tell you that, including the president. Uh, the president actually said that if the baseball players kneel during the national anthem, the game is over for him. Uh, so I didn't see that part. I, I guess I got confused. I thought the whole broadcast was starting at six central, but I realized six central was, Hey, we got the, the ceremony pitch and now we're going to start playing. Yeah. So I missed all the pregame. Yeah. So Helmsy, who saw it? Helmsy, I did. I watched it? all okay. most of, from about 45 minutes until game time. They were doing sports center and they came by ESPN. They were coming back and forth from the announcers. And, and I will say this as someone that was one, it, and I will probably leave it at some point because it will. We played two games last night, and one of them was they went the way we didn't want it to go. I didn't see that. I was kind of sheltered from that because I went to sleep. But if every game was handled in the manner that the first game was handled, I would be okay with that. Um, so you had you had a, a video promotional video sometime before pregame about Black Lives Matter and social injustice. Okay with that. It's fine. It's pregame. They actually went to the White House lawn, showed, you know, we mentioned this earlier, Mariano Rivera and Trump, seven, I think it was about a seven-minute conversation. It was really good. The fact that ESPN even put Trump on there, I thought was a good decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we get to the ball game, and nothing, they have, as Fauci throws out the first pitch, they did this Black Lives Matter 
um, tribute, if you will. They had uh, a video on the screen that had a bunch of different voices and a, um, a unity deal. It was hard to hear and understand as you're watching on TV, but it was there. And they had all the players holding this black rope or curtain or something. It was a, just a show of unity, some kind of symbolism. Um, and then they all kneeled almost as a moment of silence. And all that's fine. You know, that was fine. Everybody took part in it. There was no one saying, hey, I'm not going to do it or whatever. And then they all stood for the national anthem, which I thought was great. I, you did a tribute. We do tributes to games all the time of things that we may not necessarily agree with. Sure. So the fact that they did that and then they stood for the national anthem, I was okay with it. I will say this. If they didn't mention they, they only played six innings because of a rain uh, storm that came through. And by the rules that they have, they don't have to make up this game. So the Yankees ended up winning. Um, but they didn't – during the, the – the commentary throughout the game, the first game, was nothing but baseball. Yeah, Baseball wa- protocols for COVID, baseball summer camp, baseball season, baseball this, baseball that. It was all about the game of baseball. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought they did a fantastic job. Now, you skipped to game two. You had half the players uh, – kneeling for the national anthem I, I can't speak to what the announcers did I can't speak to what happened after the first pitch but as far as that first game goes if it was like that from here on out I'm good with it yeah I watched uh, I watched from Fauci's pitch so I missed the the, the, the uh, and watched maybe I might have watched two innings uh, and then I was just kind of done with it and uh, and moved on. I, I did struggle with the empty stadium and all that. I did too. That, that was I didn't st- think I would, but I did. I struggled with that. It's like I I couldn't see this. It did just the electricity of opening day yeah. is yeah. so much. And it and this was supposed to be my opening day. It just yeah. but I'm, nobody I, yelling hot dog. Yeah, well, let me be clear. I'm glad they played. Don't, yeah. don't misunderstand me. And I enjoyed. Watching. I was entertained. How I was really the level was. of play? It was excellent because I didn't. See it, it was really yeah. really good. I got to see good. a couple of yickities. Early yeah. against, well, against two good pitchers. Yeah. Rick, to good. your point, and, and let's talk about that a minute, because when no, with no fans, I really thought the audio from the players would be better. I thought we would get more, I did too. and we didn't. Mm. Um, so then this got quiet. Got quiet. It, it, was, it was strange How did times. you feel about them actually doing the commentating from a studio, not even at the stadium? Well, th- I'll tell you this. They've been doing that yeah. for a while now, and uh, they've been doing it with a – Korean baseball, so I've kind of gotten used to that. Okay, uh, so it really didn't bother me. Did you miss Korean baseball at all? No, uh-uh. okay, not at all. Uh, speaking of the bombs, uh, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, Scherzer was the uh, the pitcher for the Nationals that gave up the home run to Stanton early, and and he, hit that ball and he uh, you did hear him cuss pretty loud. You did. He, I'm telling as you, soon you had as the, the ball was hit. I, I didn't hear it. He I he, he cussed. I, I, um, I we have a, a bleep version of it, but it's it, the bleep is right out of the gate and. Um, uh, it's it's all it is is I mean it's like right out of the gate. Uh, it must have been it. different than what they were showing on yeah, TV because I didn't hear. We it. didn't hear this because uh, I was watching that. and It was just yeah. me in the room. I would have heard it. Yeah. So, I mean, because as soon as it leaves the bat, you know. Well, that oh, was a no doubter. She's a goner. Here's the bleep right out of the gate. Stanton with a drive out to left center field, and just like that, the Yankees have jumped in front, two nothing, New York. <laughs> but yeah, right I never picked up on that at all. I didn't. Either. Um, I didn't either during the broadcast. So, but I will say this: last night during the stadium, I, this was kind of concerning to me. Um, it it, it kind of played into it. So they they evidently were having TV issues because of a storm that was coming in. And they kept saying, we've had to eliminate some of our TV crew. They've had to get to a safe place, a shelter, because of lightning. And I thought, 
well, what about the players? Right. And then it got to a point, there were streaks of lightning coming down. They were even interviewing Rob Manfred, the commissioner at one point, and there were bolts of lightning behind him. And I, I looked in and I thought, what's it going to take for y'all to stop this game? Well, I hope, <laughs> like, I hope, what I hope in span, the world is I going on here? I'm telling you. Um, oh, boy. And they finally stopped the game, but I thought they went wait. If you're pulling people and crews and stuff, you probably ought to pull the players too. Yeah, well, from I'd only watched it a couple of innings, but I, I will say I struggled with the quietness. Like when that first yickety yeah. was hit, the ball uh-huh. just laid there, and we all saw it. <laughs> and finally, some old dude walked over <laughs> and picked it up and walked off with yeah. it. I'm like, well, that's uh, nobody scrambling for it, nobody catching it. Yeah. There's nobody there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a it's like somebody working at the stadium walked over and picked it up and just walked off. Mm-hmm. And they show it just sitting there. You just see it laying there. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I thought uh, I I it was like all I saw, and you you're confirming. All I saw in that first game was them commentating on a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And there were there weren't any agendas or this and that, and um, and I, and it was a nice change of pace. Uh, and like you said, if the, that the way they did their pregame, I mean, it didn't seem like any. Now, if did. kneeling for the anthem it bothers you and that takes you away from the game, you're probably done with baseball because it did go on in that second game. I just didn't see it. Right, and you got twelve games today. The Braves start at two p.m. Central on ESPN. They'll play the Mets, and then Saturday Fox is going to have the games, and they're going to use virtual fans. Saw that, so uh, oh, that'll be interesting. That Saturday. may actually help a little bit. I yes. know it's virtual, and I know they're really not there. But what Speedy sent me yesterday, I could have used last night in the Yankees game. Totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah. So we'll come back uh, more. Stories today, Rick. We got football news and we got UFO news. I mean, big UFO okay. news. Do you want to do the? Um, are you, you saying that? I have not. We may all have a favorite football team too for the NFL. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. It's 21 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. All right, so a lot of stories uh, from um, that happened since we've been together. A lot of them are sports-oriented, but even if you're not a big fan of sports, I think you probably enjoyed Dr. Fauci's attempted pitch and our breakdown of that. And probably whether you care about football or not, the whole political uh, environment of, of football teams nicknames uh, we I, this I, I I don't know why I enjoyed this so much yesterday but oh, I just Rick, did it was so good sometimes I love when somebody says you know what I'm I'm not going to participate in all of this many times um, not even sincere concern about nicknames and all of this and you know Washington has been under scrutiny over and over again for the you know in, in modern history of the nickname the Redskins, and of course now with the new uh, word police and everything that's going on, uh, you know it, it is demanded that Washington change their nickname, and they've done it. The mob won, Rick. They forced Daniel Snyder to go back against his word that he would never change the name of the Washington so football team known as the Redskins. So good. And he unveil, unveiled yesterday his new name for the team for this coming year, and it is – the Washington football team. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Daniel I, Snyder is, is a genius, a by one. the way. Golly, he is a genius. Good. The Washington football team. 
you know, try to try to try to find a way to be upset about that. Now, are they acting like they're eventually going to have a mascot? They're just well, that's yeah. a, a still still further notice. And this is what he's doing is like Bubba's talking about, and we all start texting. What he's doing now is he's now going to have people so upset with this nickname they'll demand that he gives them a, give them a nickname. And he, but he, I love the fact that he's going. I tell you what, let's go with something like we think about the Washington football team, and he's going with it and putting out the. Uniform. Oh, that's and, and, nothing and, but a, a snubbing your nose at it. Mm-hmm. Funny. Now He's they, saying you wanted a change. We have a non-offensive name. Yeah, we can't. So offend here anybody. we go. Yeah. So and it let everybody was like, you took time to come up with this. I'm I'm telling you, he did this as a raise, y'all. This, this is a this is what get we back do. at Freddie Smith. Yeah. This is a get back at everybody that was on his case and go. Okay, here you go. You it, got you a new name that is non-offensive. And it, in the environment we're in, you. You really got to sit down and think about it because no matter what you say, somebody may find an angle and say that you're being offensive again. Well, and I love they said the players' if helmets. You do this, they can't say it. The players' helmets would just have their number on the side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Old school. Yeah, of course, I don't know if somebody will be upset with numbers at some point. But, uh, <laughs> by the way, I did. there numbers. was – They said they did consider – Now, I don't know if this is true or not – to be the Washington Clintons because they thought then they'd kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's not original for me. That, uh, that, that A friend of mine sent me that, and that is a funny one. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Washington football team – I just I fell in love with that. We got to laughing about it at the house. I, I'm thinking, can I can I one. can I order merch now? Yeah. How soon can I get merch? Uh, in in the politi- in the politically correct world we're living in, how about this? I'll give you a non a non offensive nickname. How about the Washington Football Team? I, I think yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. Daniel Snyder is getting everybody back for this. Oh, and, absolutely. And the flip side is he's lowered the bar so low now that when they do change it to a real name. Everybody will like it. Oh, the people because who, anything he came up with out of this, people would complain about. Are it. y'all glad they're keeping the same color scheme? Oh yeah, I love yeah, their, I like, I like their color, color scheme. Yeah, their yeah. uniforms are good. I've uniform. always thought they had a good color scheme. Yeah, I'm all about that. I, matter of fact, I like the the ver- the, the colors the way they're going to do them. Yeah, what's like the them home white teams where the whites and home? I don't never like that. Are they really? Yeah, they'll pull that out a lot. I don't like that either. Uh, it's uh, but anyway, I like their uniform. I've yeah. got, and and most of the combinations they've thrown out there are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks kind of like their their other jersey. I mean, their other uniform, right? Except uh, they don't have the the yellow pants or the gold pants. Maybe they yellow, have. A, I guess they may have. have a version of that. I don't right. know. But what we're seeing there is the white pants. I, I've always thought they had a pretty sharp looking uniform overall. I think when they look the coolest is when they go with the dark jersey with the yellow pants. Yeah, I do too. And, then, and they put too. it all together. Yeah. That, that really and, looks and good. And the one, do you remember, my favorite one, I think, was when um, Sonny Jurgison and uh, was it, no, I was going to say Val Kilmer. That ain't right. Yeah. Did you just uh, say Val Kilmer? <laughs> Billy Kilmer. No, Billy, Billy, Kilmer, Billy Kilmer. Billy Kilmer were, it was a uh, it was very yellow looking uh, uniform. Um and they had, that yeah, and they had the uh, the burgundy trim on it. I thought that was a good looking uniform. I have to find one. To show you. Yeah, so I, I like their color combinations, and I like the in the face of the word police and the <laughs> the politically correct. What's the name of your team now? We're the Washington Football Team. Everybody good? Yeah. Is that the is the least offensive as we can do, get? Do you remember one of the and I can't remember which Until announcer somebody remind, was reminds that, him how football's offensive. Do, do, do you remember? There was, was one of the announcers on ESPN had said a year or two ago he would not call them the Redskins. He was just going to call them the Washington Football yes. Team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a hey, here you go. Look right there. Here you go. So there, this numbers on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is. The, I wish I just put a W on the side. This is what they're going to wear in week one. 
I wish they go. Uh, you know, I'm with you. I don't really care for the white pants that much, but uh, yeah, go back to those yellow ones. But, but anyway, I, is, I, I I like that color combination. Is Washington offensive to anybody? Uh, well, it is named after this uh, the first president, right? That's what I'm wondering. Mm. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you've got uh, a lot of a lot of problems with history because uh, I think you had 12, what, 12, 13, 14 presidents or so that yeah. had. Had slaves in some form or fashion. So yeah, we're going to come back, and we come back. We're going to play this clip um, that it, that uh, that was finally somebody is bringing up the point that we've brought up on the show before. If if you have a bad history, it doesn't matter who you are now. Right. If anything right. in the past, no matter what yeah. time you lived in, what period you lived in, if anything in your past is is related to anything that was wrong involving people and ethnicity and slavery and the civil rights movement, uh, the Civil War, then you are the council the council culture says, well, you are canceled. And I think we're finally going to have somebody, you know, other than us to say, well, now how does the Democratic Party fare in all that? Yeah. It's, it's, you, been, it, they, they've had a little rough history there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a, a group of people that wanted to change the name of the Washington Monument. That's been going on for a while, you know. <laughs> They wanted to rename it and dedicate it after Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. By the way, is it the Clinton monument? That's a good one. By the way, is it true that that the Trump that Trump moved Bill Clinton and George W. Bush's uh, portraits to the storage room and who did? took it, them out? It was in the a, White House. It wasn't a storage room, but he did relocate them to a uh, another room from where they were. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't weren't know they the right reason. there in the foreyear when we I don't walked know the in? Reason wasn't they why. right there? Yeah. But, but yeah, it, but he he moved. There was some reason for it. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know if it was a, a a presidential snub or not. I mean, it could be. I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, who did that, Trump? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's a snub. <laughs> but, the, uh, <laughs> but no doubt. But, no but, doubt. but, but let, let me go back to this. So if the word Washington now becomes the focus, not Redskin, could they be the capital city football team? Well, how you I like don't that, know, Rick? I don't know. Capital City football team. Mm-hmm. What about that? How about that? Well, it just depends on what you settle on the name. Cap City football team. No. I, you know, I, I'd go with that. <laughs> I, I mean, whatever. I don't I, care. I, I don't know. I don't know what you come up with. I, I, I've always liked the term, and I don't. This may be from a team. I don't know. But have you ever heard of the the term Cap City Rollers? Is that a I yeah, think that's a roller, roller derby. Is that a roller derby? I think you're, you're talking about, about the Bay City name. Rollers. Remember the S H E U R D A Y. Nice. Don't All right, we'll come back. Rollers. So if they can be the rollers, the Cap City Rollers, I'd be all about that. Yeah, we'll we'll play this clip talking about if we're going back through history, and you're judged no matter what happened. How's the Democratic Party comparing all this? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Here we go. It's uh, 35 minutes past the hour. Don't forget uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, available wherever you get podcasts again this weekend. And also you can watch it uh, on Blaze, on Pluto. And we'll interview uh, the pastor from Kentucky that had this dream that has now spawned. Yes, our conversation with him, he said he's, I mean, I think people are having conversations. As far as Facebook is concerned, it may be the most viewed video they've ever had. Uh, and uh, just, I'm talking about just in Facebook. I'm not talking about out on YouTube or anything like that. And uh, so it's had millions uh, of views. And this is the uh, the dreams that he had that he says may be 
a warning uh, from God uh, for our country uh, coming up uh, in the uh, November and September. And he claims he uh, dream actually predicted all the things that we've seen with the pandemic and with the George Floyd case and uh, uh, the rioting and the burning of cities and the looting and all that. The shortage of coins. The show, it's all that. So we'll see. But anyway, uh, we talked to him, and that'll be your guest for this weekend's Rick and Bubba University Relief Factor, a dear friend of the Rick and Bubba show, because we're getting a little older and those aches and pains, uh, you know, that are usually tied to inflammation. If that's the case, uh, Relief Factor could be the answer for you, like it has been uh, for George, a Rick and Bubba fan out of Arkansas. He says, I'm an architect and I still draw with a pencil. I'm also very active with my hands. Uh, I restored our 1800s farmhouse. And we run it as a regional event location, so there's a lot of physical labor that goes on when we host events, especially now with all the social distancing and extra safety items that we have to put up with. Nothing seemed to help with the pain, so um, uh, I didn't want to take ibuprofen all the time because I know that can have some bad side effects. And he said, so I take uh, I started taking Relief Factor after hearing about it on the show, uh, and it works great for me. I haven't noticed any side effects and never experienced a product that has made uh, such a difference in the way that I feel. Daily headaches due to stiffness from hard work and old age have completely disappeared. I feel 20 years younger. Uh, said, I recommend this for anybody suffering with pain. Maybe this is the answer for you. Uh, you can get uh, three weeks of relieffactor.com for nineteen ninety five. If you see results within those three weeks, you keep ordering it. If you don't, then unfortunately this may not be what, you're, uh, what you need, but it's worked for so many people. I love it. works for me. I definitely love it, how it has helped me with the aches and pains that I deal with. ReliefFactor.com, RickandBubba.com, under the Sponsors button. All right, so here we go. These are the days of America, walking together through the promised land. Bubba, apparently Representative uh, Republican from Texas, Louie uh, Gomer, uh, and I didn't know how you say, said his name, but I've heard other news reports that we listened to in the break, and they're calling him Gomer. Uh, so you guys, all of you in Texas probably know I think that's right. Well, we have been talking about on the show as we've become revisionist of history, that's one thing we're doing, or, you know, we go back in history, no matter when you were here or what happened or who you are currently, uh, if we find anything in your past that is the, that is not appropriate, then you are then judged by that for the rest of your life, no matter who you are, forever and ever, amen. Right. Uh, of course, that's not a biblical a way to look at people who may have been redeemed or been forgiven or been changed, the people they once were. Also, we know that as sad as it is and horrible uh, and with the depraved humanity, sometimes people look around, they live in a society, and they go, well, I guess it's just the way the things are during the time that I was here uh, in this country. Um, that doesn't make it okay, but it just makes you, it makes you understand sometimes people aren't necessarily evil because they lived in a time period. Or maybe something that uh, was was it was abolished at one time was considered to be the norm. However, that's not the rules that the Democratic Party and the far left of this country want to play by right now. They yeah, the mob, the cancel mm-hmm. uh, uh, community, and the cancel society. So we brought up on the air, and I, I know we're not the only ones, and it's obvious now with this representative. What about the history of the Democratic Party? H- how are they allowed to exist? And to continue to be part of our our system, when their history involving slavery, racism, the Civil War, is a really bad history. Uh, so, we actually have a representative that has come to the floor and has taken this on, 
uh, I think during the time that they were all honoring John Lewis and his contribution to our country, uh, Representative Louis Gomer uh, made these statements. Whereas Democrats enacted and enforced Jim Crow laws and civil codes that forced segregation, restricted freedoms of black Americans in the United States, whereas on June 18, 2020, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi ordered the removal from the Capitol portraits of four previous speakers of the House who served in the Confederacy, saying that these portraits, quote, set back our nation's work to confront and combat bigotry, unquote. The men depicted in the portraits were Democrat Robert M. T. Hunter, Democrat Howell Cobb, Democrat James L. Orr, and Democrat Charles F. Chris. Resolved that the Speaker of the House of Representatives shall remove any item that names, symbolizes, or mentions any political organization or party that has ever held a public position that supported slavery or the Confederacy from any area within the House wing of the Capitol or any House office building and shall donate such item or symbol to the Library of Congress and two, that any political organization or party that has ever held a public position that supported slavery or the Confederacy shall either change its name or be barred from petition participation in the House of Representatives. <laughs> <laughs> so good. If you play by their rules, he's, a, he's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, now, there's I'm a, glad somebody finally is playing by their rules. There's another mm-hmm. – you can go here. His, his, his actual presentation yeah. is longer. He goes through history and gives you dates and times and everything. We just didn't want to play the whole thing because it's a little long. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the meat of it. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that he agrees with Nancy Pelosi and that he would like to see it all removed. <laughs> right. And it, they, it, they may have overlooked one thing they forgot here. Right. <laughs> and, and donate that to the Library of Congress, right. and we need to remove this party and forbid them to have participation. Yeah. Or right. change the name. Yeah, or yeah. change yeah. the name of it. Yeah. Guys, the Democratic Party was on the wrong <laughs> side of everything involving race in throughout uh, throughout our history. Yeah. yeah. Through a large part of it. Yeah. I mean, they, who were the segregationists? Democrats. Uh, who were the Jim Crow laws? Democrats. Who who were the uh, uh, you know were, were I mean who who was fighting the Civil War a lot of times and their leaders to to hang on to slavery and Democrats um, I I mean and, and now I don't think that's fair because yeah, right? I think we all learn and we have hopefully morally um, you know come to the conclusion that some of the things that we thought were okay were not I I'm, I would like to stay there because that's actually reality but the Democratic Party says oh no 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 no. And the mobs and the riots say, uh, riders say, no, 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 no. If you were part of this at any time, anywhere, anyhow, you must now be removed from the landscape of modern-day America. Why are, the, why are they not being held to that same standard? It's a great question. So I, you know, I, I don't know. Because it's, uh, you, know, cause you can't even be a person that just says, I'm part of an organization. Somebody says, do you realize, do you realize what you're part of here? And you're like, I didn't know. Well, you you should have known. Mm-hmm. I guess you're taking on their whole history. No, well, no, I'm really not. Well, uh, you know, and you also, uh, what's her last name? Is it Sanger, the uh, the Planned Parenthood yeah. woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, finally, the 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 cancel culture. I have to give them credit, except they've left one part out. They still have some more work to do. They have come to the conclusion that having a bust of her, who 
you know, she was a eugenics person, like the Nazis. Oh yeah. And uh, and her view of the genetic makeup of of African Americans mm. was a thumbs down, raging racist, and wanted to use abortion as a way to remove African Americans and considered African Americans in the world of genetics to be inferior. So yeah, she's real evil, real evil. So she, so she has been removed, but how can Planned Parenthood still operate? That's her organization. And so everything, if you play by the Democrats' rules, everything associated with this woman takes on her worldview, correct? Yeah. I'm glad we took down the bust of her, you know, so we don't have her in a, in a place of honor. But how can Planned Parenthood continue to operate? They have a very racist past. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying if, if, we're, if, if this is how things are going to be done – and you say that I that that we that you think this is the world we should live in. Why should we tolerate even remembering or seeing or associating with anything that has a racist history? Then there's some things we're still allowing. And the representative from Texas makes a good point. Yep. And I think that's a good point on Planned Parenthood too. Yep. If if you look who created it, and we've come to the conclusion now that that we agree you can't get around her her view of the world. You can't get around it, and her view of of, of African-Americans. You can't get around it. So much so we've taken the statue down, but Planned Parenthood is, is operating somewhere right now. I don't know. It just seems, it seems crazy and consistent. So, uh, funny point. Yeah. Phone troll next. Your comments. We've talked about Fauci's pitch. We've talked about our new football team, the Washington football team. Uh, and then we, we've talked about this. we still got a UFO update coming up. Uh, We've got Mike Tyson news today. Uh, But your phone calls right here. All lines are available, and we'll talk to you when we come back right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top. Phone troll time, baby. All ten lines are open. Most are engaged, but uh, there's... Four of them that are available. You can move right now. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote to Eight six six we be big. Let's start with Mike. Uh, he's got us in New Jersey. Uh, checking out the Rick and Bubba show. Mike, you got thirty seconds uh, to get us started. Go right ahead. Hey guys, great show. Hey, Thank listen, you. this Washington football team thing, they're gonna come after him for that name Washington. What he needs to do is change the name of that team to a football team. Just now taking the field, our football team. Put it on the <laughs> sides of the helmet, our football team. Hey, who are you playing this week? Oh, we're playing a football team. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's that. that Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you for checking the show out. Have you that's noticed funny. our northern numbers are going through the roof? They really are. I mean, there's a the, I mean, the, the the northerners have found this show and they realize what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yep. Think of all the stuff they have to hear. Oh, the show oh, is yeah. going up the charts in Brooklyn. It really is. Hey, can, <laughs> ne- next time we have a. Uh, um, a guy from either New York or New Jersey calling. Can we ask him about the Cuomo chips? The what? You know, for some reason, New York City thinks just by if you order alcohol, you can't just order alcohol. You have to order food. And so a, a bar came up and said, okay, well, then we'll sell Cuomo chips for a dollar, and then you can have alcohol. Mm-hmm. But they think in their mind that if you order food, you won't sp- spread coronavirus because you won't walk around with just a beer in your hand. You'll have You'll to sit down and eat ass. food. That's their thought. So now. you have to order food. And now they changed it to substantial food. 
they think that's going <laughs> to stop around. the spread of coronavirus. I, we need to. I ask can't even wrap my mind that. around what you're saying right now. It is bizarre. To uh, mm-hmm. anonymous in Gadsden, Z ninety three anonymous. Go ahead. Uh, hey guys, I was just going to say the reason they didn't stop the game because of the lightning is because they had the baddest, fastest throwing Doctor Fauci on hand. Roll he was, Fauci. He was bringing the heat, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Okay. Do you he think one smoking. of the pitchers saw that and it messed him up? It was so bad. They like, oh, gosh, get that Got out of my mind. I wish I'd never seen that. I think I'd rather watch, Joe, I think I'd rather watch Joe Theismann get his leg broke. Oh. Rick. Rick and Mulga. Stop <laughs> Hey, Rick, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, man, how y'all doing this morning? Fine, bring it on, Rickaroo. Let, hey, let me ask you a question, man. How in the world are we going to trust a man with our health decisions when he is not even qualified to pass the first test at Lambert's home with the home thrown rolls oh, yeah. right down there in Gulf Shores, Alabama. If he was doing that, nobody would ever get him bread. No, can you imagine? Uh, fat- somebody would. Just our guest, be the one to throw it to. Our guest, on the floor. Our, guest tonight, our guest tonight throwing rolls, Dr. Fauci. Look out! Look out! Heads hey, up! Get ready for anything. By the way, do you, how bad do you think he catches? Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick, hey, you, he'd get hit right in the face. Oh, he'd go right through those hands. I bet if he threw a football at him, he'd like Marsha Brady. <laughs> right to the face. Right. right. To the face. Bench warmer checking in. Hey, bench warmer. <laughs> hey, guys. How y'all doing? Monkey grass and green acres. Thank you very much. Hey, ho! Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, the reason why Washington's going to go to uh, just numbers on my helmets is they're trying to reach their inner Alabama with all the players they have on their team. No, okay. Rotate. Always comes back to the time. Rotate. <laughs> yeah, have a good day, guys. Thank you, buddy. Let's go. Well, they almost named one of the Washington Sabins. Well, okay. if they wanted to win, Greg, they'd name it Washington Sabin. That's right. Mm-hmm. The whole issue with COVID-19, we ain't got Nick Sabin on it yet. <laughs> Thank you, Adler. <laughs> we are going to go to Nathan in Mobile, Alabama. Nathan, Nathan, go ahead. Hey, Green Acres, guys. Thank you for the call. <laughs> go right ahead. Hey, they should have called it Washington Team Football, and then they could just put WTF on the helmets. Oh, All right. okay. Come on. Easy. I think easy. I think it was Hamsey that asked the question in our group text yesterday. What if they start winning as the Washington oh, you can't football change it. team? Then, you can't then change what do you do? Change. They come out 5-0. and oh, that, you, That's your name. <laughs> what if they just light it up? <laughs> I want it to stay their name. I really do. Yeah. I mean, if everybody wants to act silly, let's all be silly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, like I say, you can't offend anybody with that. You don't Eric think. and Coleman. Eric, Probably. go ahead. Green Niggers. Hey, thank you for the call. <laughs> I got a ticket. Sing it. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I was wondering if y'all heard what Greg Gutfield. Oh boy, there it went. Okay, you happy, Greg? Uh, I, don't, I had nothing to do. With Always that. be careful with somebody a meter that slow. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if Greg Gutfield said that or not. But probably did. <clears throat> yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I could so picture you and you and Greg Gutfield, the two Gregs hitting out on the yeah. town. Oh, yeah. What is it about the name Greg? You <laughs> I don't like know. That. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go well, to. You know, it ain't a bad idea, though. What Celeste and Boaz. Celeste, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Anyway, Make the cheers guys. interesting. Yeah, it would. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm calling in a slight defense for Dr. Fauci, and it has absolutely no correlation to his profession. This man has devoted his life to medicine and reached like the top rung, and really done as much as he could. I don't know how he slept during this time. But Liz had time to practice pitching a baseball. 
Well, you know, that'd be like you saying that I'm all of a sudden Rick's the honorary surgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I had, I've never really learned how to be a surgeon. I don't have time right. for it. But you probably wouldn't have me come in and try it then. <laughs> so uh, if we don't think Fauci can throw the ball, then he's not a good uh, choice for first pitch. Yeah, he should have waved it off. He should have said, come out you know, I'd love head. to be there. I'll, I'll be your uh, guest announcer. I'll, uh, you know, do something. But don't, if you can't throw, don't volunteer to do that. Right. If you can't sing, don't volunteer to do the national anthem. We've seen that. Miles and Jasper. Miles, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Biggins. How y'all doing? Good. I I wanted to know if y'all knew anything about how the laws are wrote up about the presidential debates and uh, if if that would be must-see TV in y'all's eyes, Biden and Trump one-on-one. Oh, Oh, I can't wait. And and especially if if Fauci's going to throw out the first pitch. Yeah, there's no (laughs) laws. There's no laws. It's all agreed upon in, uh, you know, before the debates and they, they're all a little different. They all have different rules. Sometimes they go back and they base it on the Lincoln Douglas rules. Uh, no, but no there's doubt. no law to it. It would all be just agreed ahead of time. And they agreed to three so far. Yeah, I bet that. Have they, have they, that's going to be reduced or done completely away with. Yeah, it. I don't. I didn't know they'd agreed to, to any. Carrie and Gulf Shores, Sunny 105. Carrie, go ahead. Trump would like hey, to. good morning. Hey, Carrie. Um, I just uh, I want to say that um, I think it's time that you uh, patent the <clears> word or trademark the word uh, first world problems because uh, I have been using it at work. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told guests who told me they weren't going to wear a mask and, um, at the beach, you know, and I said, look, that's Governor Ivy. It's not me. And- yeah, the, the term first world problems, uh, we need to, uh, that, that, that's become the. I'm sure it's already been trademarked by somebody. But here's the but problem. It's got to be in a class of the, something. The problem with all of it is this. Worrying about the phrase first world problem is a first world problem. Yes, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. worrying about trademarking it is something that we only do in the first world. Jordan in, uh, in Tallahassee. Jordan, go ahead. Monkey Grass and Greg Anchors. Thanks fellas. for the call, buddy. <laughs> What's on your mind? Hey, y'all, uh, I got the perfect name for the Washington football team. It's from a movie that came out. Y'all remember the Keanu Reeves movie, The Replacements? Yes. The Washington Sentinels. Just take it right from the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and then and the their baseball team used to be the sen- senators, right? Senators, yeah, yeah. But we all hate the Senate. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but a sentinel would be like a guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want Washington to change their name. I like we're the Washington football team, and if everybody gets mad about Washington, I want to go to what our New Jersey our brothers, town. Our, our football team. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey everybody, this is Garth Brooks and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. The two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. It's six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the broadcast plaza. And Teleport, we're thankful that you are here with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Everybody's standing around in the dark because the light's too dim to see. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an axe to grind and they call it being free. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Everybody Rockin' Mike number two, 26 and a half years. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for spending your time. And I know that's very valuable with the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh Uh-oh. 
Rick, this is this is really, I think, big news today for the government to admit this. And we've seen several of these things lately come out. Greg, coast to coast just must be electrified over this. <laughs> I haven't checked in with them lately. But I know. I'm Lock sure it in, are. Greg. Lock it in. <clears throat> Bubba. Let's go. The government is coming clean concerning UFOs. Rick, they have admitted that they actually have a department called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, or the UAPTF. <laughs> Your face after you said that. <laughs> Say it again like it, like in, like the UAPTF. <laughs> and I want to know what they knew and when they knew it. <laughs> <laughs> The big question in every congressional hearing. What did you know and when did you know? Mm-hmm. Now, Rick, this is big because the military, you know, they had Project the Blue Book back in the 60s. Right. And they, they, they investigated these UFO sightings and flying saucers and said, ah, nothing to it. They disbanded it. They didn't admit they had anything going. Then back in 2012, they admitted, well... We did keep a few guys on the desk, and they were answering some calls and kind of filing these things away. But we've we've decided they're not in the budget anymore. We're, we're doing away with them now in 2012. Well, it appears neatly tucked away inside the uh, Naval Intelligence Department, or the Office of Naval Intelligence, has been the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. And some people are saying now that they need to give a report to the public every six months. Like we're doing COVID updates? Except theirs is every six months. Um, when you give their uh, initials, will you look over your glasses like you're looking? You mean the, the UAPTF? I'd like for him to make it a little easier so it right. said something. You know, yeah. that glass really doesn't spell anything yeah. out, you know. Headphones. Now, um, Rick, this kind of started with this footage <laughs> that was released from the pilots that had these objects they were chasing and tried to lock onto and couldn't couldn't get a hold of them. We all saw that footage. Yeah, we're just showing it again right now. Look, I love how we all entertain ourselves. <laughs> to get to this segment, Rick is entertaining himself. With I'm having a blast over. It's like I'm. It's like I'm in charge of the movie uh, score. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, They've also got one of the uh, former uh, officials in this department, Rick, who has said they have discovered objects that we couldn't make ourselves in this world. <laughs> <laughs> so they're admitting that we still were doing it, and they're admitting we have some things that, that we can't explain, to quote the late now, the late Charlie Daniels. Yep, that is correct. Uh, they're, they're saying they want to have more transparency. They want to bring more things to the public. But, I, Rick, I think, honestly, I don't know if the public can deal with it. No, well, we got too much going on right now. They, they, they should have saved this till we get on the other side of everything we got going right now. You know what bothers me about this story? And I am kind of going Greg here. But this is the first thing and only thing I can think about at this point. If they've been hiding this, what else they hide? If they can pull this off yep. and keep this from us, then what else are they hiding? Uh-huh. 
Well, they had a, a legitimate question today. Wasn't yesterday, but now that this story out, that's a legitimate question. So everybody told us this wasn't going on. They just lying to us. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and so been what lying, else are they been lying? lying to us, Rick, since really the 60s? Hey, hey what else are they lying to us about? <laughs> exactly. So really, Hams, what you're saying is you want to know what they knew uh, and when they knew it. <laughs> That's it, Bubba. So, <laughs> two little questions. We got two little questions. Two little questions that deserve a very big answer. I'm sweating. Bunch of liars. <laughs> I don't know why that slays me when I when I come up on that one hard right there. And your eyes get bigger every time you're here. <laughs> Guys, nothing is off the table now. Nothing. Yeah. If this is real and they've been hiding things and they've been lying to us, nothing is off the table. This has really hit you today. Absolutely. Yeah, it has. Well, if you go back and look at that footage of these pilots and they're in our state-of-the-art What's airplanes that? and they – they're talking about these things they're seeing and they're trying to track and lock on. You know, normally they can lock on and fire a missile, and they can't get a missile lock on this on one of them. And the guy is very unhappy about it. By the way, watch the language if you get watch the unedited. Yeah. But I mean, you see it right there. You see, there's something that our military doesn't know what it is. They don't uh, have anything that they know about to uh, that area, and they cannot catch it with our latest state of the art fighters. I mean, it's there. The footage is there. Look at it. So somebody somewhere knows what's going on. So you're saying that right now? Yeah, there's a couple of questions out there. So you're saying right now they're admitting? All right, we told you this was no big deal. We don't know what this is. And Mark Rubio, who is the acting chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, little Marco, told CBS that he was concerned about unidentified aircraft that have been spotted over U.S. military bases. So now they're putting a defense spin to it. So, hey, what's going on out there? Hmm. <laughs> oh, something about the drums you just make it. <laughs> That's when everything gets serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the initials, Bob? Speedy, that's uh, they're kind of hard to recite back mm-hmm. without. You wish they'd flow a little bit. You wish they'd flow. UAP TF. So, really, you bother Helms. Yeah, uh, I, I, I tell us, uh, that's the long, me. You know, he usually takes just slight pulls off, mm-hmm. off his drink over. He took yeah. too long. Ones. <laughs> he yeah. did. He did. <laughs> but it, but it, that, morning, was, that morning breeze is no chance. Like look, like morning meditation. That's okay, morning. <laughs> you just gave a, a feminine. <laughs> I can't even say it. Product, female product. Right. That's how much he's got me going. That's right. Did you see? Wow. Him? I saw him take that drink, look out the window, <laughs> off to a place that none of us are involved in, and go. It took, it took a big old guys. That's a big but, concern. That's a doesn't huge it bother deal. you though? That footage. I go back to that footage again. When you hear when you hear our highly trained pilots and the best aircraft that we have saying, "I can't catch this." Yeah, I hear it's you moving so fast. I can't even get a, a missile lock on I, it. How's it make you feel? Well, it, it makes Creepy. you feel like maybe we're a little behind the curve here on this. And a bunch of liars, evidently. Well, you knew they were. You knew they were hiding all that. There's just some things the government needs to keep quiet, you know. Is this one of them? Should we have never been told yeah, about that? That's my entire point, Bubba, is what else is out there. I try to get concerned about UFOs, but I've come to the conclusion after all the various sightings and things, they're very indecisive about attacking. Yeah. Yeah. 
They just can't, can't make their mind up. Now, apparently, they'll take somebody and study them every sure, now and then. Right? They'll so probe them. What if we just found out there's, but they're just some terrestrial perverts is all they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're very good at aeronautics. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG, the number. Thank you for being with us. All right, so, um, you know, I know there's a certain desire sometimes for us to go old school, and you think to yourself, I'd like to see two old men fight you know, from, from a different era. Well, let's start. We're going to get that opportunity. Uh, Mike Tyson. Hey man, I, I guess I, Roy, Roy, Roy Junior. He, 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 he's, he's a marauder. I, I'm a, I'm a marauder, Bubba. I kill a man. I eat his arm. I love bite marauder. his ear off. Uh, we have Mike Tyson making a comeback <laughs> against Roy Jones Junior. Fifty-four year old Tyson will take on fifty-one year old Jones. Is that is that? Do I have that right? Um. Do we want? Do we need to do this, guys? I mean, these are two fighters that were phenomenal in their time. Uh, Tyson uh, ended at fifty and six. Um, and how old was George Foreman when he did his comeback? And none of us thought it would be any good, and he actually. Pulled I think it off. He, he started. He was in his forties. I okay. think right. And I don't remember how long it lasted. But how about this? He was. He ended up being respectable. He, well, he won the title. Yeah, didn't yeah. He? he he was Greg. Didn't he beat Holyfield for the title? Or but but I, no, but, he beat somebody else. But to my point, he wasn't in his fifties, right? No, how old is Tyson? I don't know when he, he was forty-five. He's all right. Fifty-four. 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 Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna get hurt out there. You uh, eight remember round, when Muhammad Ali fought one time too many. You remember? It's an eight-round exhibition. So is there a mon- is there big money tied to it? What what were we doing here? Or is it? Let's see. According to the news, Rick. Mike, Mike needs the money <clears throat> to feed his pigeons. <clears throat> Paper was forty-five well. and knocked out a twenty-six-year-old mm-hmm. for the heavyweight championship. That's right. So. 45 against 26 and 45-1. That's yep. amazing, by the way. Yeah, it is. That Michael is Moore, is that who he beat? Michael Moore? Yeah, who was? No, we all wanted uh, him to fight Michael Moore. Moore. <laughs> Moore. You're right. Oh, okay. You're right, by the way. I'd like to box Michael Moore. <laughs> yeah, yeah big frumpy, big jelly butt. Tyson says, I, I'm, I, I, it's because I can do it. Why are you fighting, Mike? It's because I can do it. <laughs> says still, they all- hey, Hemsley. Hemsley. This pay per view, and they're also going to have a. I'm a roller. That may be my favorite. Hemsley. <laughs> a ten part docu series. Mike can go ride a horse with them. Wait, wait, we got we got a docu series. Yeah, we're going to have a ten part docu series. Okay. I guess showing them training. Can I tell you when oh. I saw Tyson throwing punches the other day, it scared yeah. me to death. That's why I'm. Oh, he's still I mean, sling. Oh, yeah. He's still sling it, but Kenny. Yeah, take do you get me, Hemsley? <laughs> you seen? Have you seen that footage, Hemsley? <laughs> that gray beard scares me a little bit. Yeah, gray beard. They now, call me gray beard. If it's an exhibition, Rick, I'm going to eat Roy Dunn's beard. Is that going to be like when Apollo <laughs> Creed tried to fight the Russian and Greg. and the Russian thought it was real and killed him? Not, not that that's going to happen here, but are they really going to fight or are they just going to get there? Rick, I need you to find. Is there in that story? I hadn't read it. Does he get any money? Because why? Oh, I mean, why yeah, are we doing something, this? Something up Something's there, up. Fifty about. and six takes on sixty-six and nine. Uh, that's the records of the two men. You know, neither one of them want to lose <clears> now. Uh, let's, let's, no, who, who I'm, wants I'm to trying do that? to find the money in this. There's certainly going to be money. 
Uh, they get money for the docu series well, and everything. They're not yeah, doing I, it for pay per view. Sure. So you got to look at the whole package. What they're getting for all. I see. Of it. I need yeah, to you got to look at the whole package. <laughs> yeah, you got to be. You got to be guaranteed something. Hey, hey, Bubba, look at the whole package. What's <laughs> you ask Hemsley? <laughs> What's that? Hemsley. You going to you going to ride horses with him today? I'm going. I, I, I'm a marauder. I mean, I can. Come here, come here. Oh my gosh, I'm Jay Leno now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's close. how you do it. You go to Jay Leno and walk back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't <clears> see <throat> the money, but they're getting money in here. Surely. It'll it'll be out next few days for down on there now. Mm-hmm. I got kicked somebody's butt. Hey Hempsey, is your daughter gonna ride a horse? <laughs> hey Hempsey, is your daughter gonna ride a horse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm as strong as a horse. Hey, I'm boy, as strong boy. as a horse. Rick, what was that Hampton, footage? You horse? What was that footage where we saw Mike Tyson do a little combo? I don't know, but jack, it terrified but, me. Boy, uh-huh. he could still sleep. But that, you know, that was real quick, though. You got to do that for a long time. And if you remember when we saw not that, if you do it, it right, like, you hey, don't. why is he working out? What's he yeah. doing? Puppet, you hear me? Not if you do it right, you don't. Do it right. <laughs> and I think that's why this will be a great fight. Neither one of them can make it long. They're going to have to go out and try to kill the other. Mm-hmm. One. I may have to come out of, out of the gates. Pointing. Point, point, point. Have you seen my points, baby? <laughs> Have you seen my points, Hamley? <laughs> Have you seen my points, Bubble? No, I did. I didn't like it. goes with it. <laughs> Well, you have to. You, oh, you got to just let there go. There it is. Oh, terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Look at me points. Uh, it says they'll have larger than normal gloves so they don't. Bubba, Greg, look at this. <laughs> yeah, this is a 54-year-old man. Do you want him to hit you? No, I do not. I don't not. even want to be a sparring partner because he, no, could, he wish... could accidentally knock your teeth Good out. Night. Yeah, I don't think that... that guy does What either? if he hit that guy in the face? Get him walk away. Why yeah. doesn't I have a helmet on? He's like, I thought we were playing. You're, yeah. like, take... You're like serious. Look, he won't, he, He's he like, I've had enough. I can't breathe. Wow. Did you see those body punches? hitting that. Did you see those body punches? But they're going to use bigger gloves, which means the hits will not be as hard because it'll spread it out. When yeah. I point, it's still going to be hard. You put a you put a my pillow, and it's it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> get Mike Lindell, get you some gloves. <laughs> I still punch you. I kill him. I'm a marauder. <laughs> I kick somebody's butt. <laughs> there they are. If you see me hit him. <laughs> You're right. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I saw yesterday too. Former NBA player Nate Robinson has scheduled to box Nate? YouTuber Jake Paul. Uh, Nate's not oh, big. No. Nate's not YouTube people boxing. Nate's, Nate's a guy. short yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, real short. Yeah. Nate for me be an appetizer. He's. I'm sorry. What was that? He to be an appetizer. <laughs> Who is Nate? <laughs> He's 5'9". That's the reason you got 5'9". Close. He's, you not, he's not that short, but in comparison to what he was yeah. dealing yeah. with on a daily sure. basis, he is. <laughs> so, anyway. 5'9". <laughs> How much to take a punch from Tyson? No way. <laughs> no. Hmm? Uh, oh, money's always an option. Now, I mean, is he just hitting me like I can't do anything? Has he got, has he mean, got, has he got a big glove on or has he got <laughs> barehanded? What if what it's a glove from my pillow? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be intimidating. Just I have to have my Lindale jaw reset. Part of me kind of wants him to hit me, just so I can say that I got hit by Mike Tyson. I want. I tell you, I want my corners, Mike Lindell, <laughs> within my pillow. And he said, hey, "You put on my pillow. That's the punch, <laughs> right, Hamlet?" Greg, you get. <laughs> you should throw a right horse. Seven hundred thousand. Oh yeah. Oh, he could. He could shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not in a vital <laughs> place. <laughs> You're saying he can shoot you in the leg? Yeah. Uh, or shoulder. Y'all, I don't, I don't know. Greg's going to take one to the shoulder. I don't know that a shot wouldn't be better than a hit, though. You know? Well, I'm just saying, whatever you want to right. yeah. so $700,000. Well, there's Mike. a line, but there's no, not everything.
<laughs> you can be his marauder. No, there's a line. Wait a minute. What did you say? Did you say seven hundred thousand? Yeah. <laughs> I love how your left eye's got to close to get there. <laughs> it's the only way you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got seven hundred thousand. Now I'm gonna see Greg. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Easy, Greg. I mean, he, watch out. Yeah, he. Uh, I think now, you know, he he blew like three hundred million dollars <clears> that he made <throat> boxing. You know, Don, uh. Don King took some of it. He's talking uh, about Don King. But I think he does pretty well now. He, he's big in the legal marijuana business. He's got CBD. like a big marijuana farm. You're talking about, uh, yeah, I like CBD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, CBD. Uh, so, all right, here's the here's the right now. <clears throat> Greg, there's, there's $750,000. Okay. And you have to pick Mike Tyson either shoots you in a, in a non-death place, stabs you in a non-death place, or punches you. Hmm. I don't mm. like stabbing. No. I don't know. That's always bothered me. I think I'm gonna go punch first, shot second. I don't know. I think I take the I think I, I think, I think I'd be shot. the shoulder. I think it's a, a twenty two. <laughs> you're right, because when he punch, Rick punches me, I may not be able to appreciate the money anyway because I won't know where I'm at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you may you right. have, maybe maybe you can have can shaking baby right syndrome then. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. A punch drunk. You know what? A punch right. drunk love. Hey, now, Adler, I know you have a pay per view um. Budget. I guess budget monthly. The Nate Robinson Jake Paul is the undercard for Tyson and Jones Jr. Are you September the twelfth. Are, nah, get, are you getting that into one? Celebrity boxing. I'm just not as big into boxing. I'll, I'll watch all the All right, so it's out. Okay. Sorry, Mike. What time? <laughs> it doesn't matter whether Adler watches or not. I don't need Adler. <laughs> Greg, there's. There's ganja. There he is, right there in the middle of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a devil's lettuce. <laughs> it's a devil's lettuce. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 35 Bubba, minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Car Shield, uh, let's talk about this for a minute. Uh, Car Shield is is here to solve a problem, and a lot of you have uh, you know taken this on, and you're like, you know what, this is exactly what I needed. You know, you have automobiles, and and they come with warranties, whether they're new or used, but those warranties are not for the entire, um, you know, the entire life of the car. They're not, and they're not designed for that. And that's fine, but you could get your car under a protection plan. By going to Car Shield, so if it's out of warranty and you want a protection plan, uh, if if you get under the Car Shield protection plan, then if it's a if it is a uh, you know a, an approved uh, you know problem with your automobile, meaning it's covered in your protection plan, if it's a covered repair, uh, then how about this? You don't do anything but pick an ASC certified mechanic or dealership of your choice. They deal with them directly, uh, and then uh, while you're getting your automobile worked on, they give you a rental car at no additional charge. And you always have 24-7 roadside assistance. Uh, these protection plans can save you a lot of money. They've helped over a million drivers. And these customizable plans and payments are flexible, too. They start at $99 a month. Uh, so we'll save you 10% on whichever plan you pick by using using or mentioning the code Bubba. You want to mention it. If you call 1-800-CAR-6000, you want to type it in if you go to carshield.com. There's also a link. At rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Go ahead and get a protection plan from CarShield before you're shelling out money that you could have saved. 
All right, so Chicago um, and our Your America focus today, and Greg brought this point up, and uh, and I think he's uh, 100% right. So. These are the days of America, walking together So in today's Your America, we are actually entertaining and in some places implementing either defunding or some who want to totally abolish uh, law enforcement of course, we've seen uh, what happens when that takes place. Again, uh, we have a generation apparently that were never taught cause and effect, but mm, it's called chop. But Greg uh, brought up a word of caution that I would also like to join him in, in waving here. You've heard you've heard uh, G- uh, Gary the Bulldozer Man, you know, with the term that we all heard growing up. I mean, you can't even have nothing. <coughs> and so uh, apparently, and this is going on in Chicago now, but this seems to sort of be the trend wherever this is going on. You know. Uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she uh, she has vowed a number of things. She's going to take down uh, the Columbus statue. Just, hmm. You got it last night. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know where that was coming from. Sorry. <laughs> That's Greg right. screaming off my well, I got it. Well, he, got ma- it. he moves to different areas. Yeah, it depends have. on who's coughing. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so <laughs> Columbus is gone. Uh, and then uh, she also uh, defends insulting text to the police union president. Yeah. I don't take back one word that I said. Now, remember, she also – said she did not want the federal government to get involved in Chicago because they had everything handled. And while she was making that comment, 14 people were being killed at a funeral. Yeah, being shot and bodies laying everywhere. And some, uh, so, so anyway, um, we, have, uh, we, we have something, though, that Greg has noticed, and I, and I agree with him. There's all kinds of chants. 2,000 people ger- uh, gathered outside her house uh, in Logan Square uh, last night. The chance then turned into you know the F word, uh, and, bu- and and Speedy, not your F word, not free, but not, it was another one. Well, uh, they do want stuff free. That though. they're basically saying they do, they want Chicago Police Department just done away with. Yeah, yeah, right. oh, yeah. Now here's Find the problem. The here's I the- tell you what, that's a great place. We ought to try it. Let's experiment with it. See how it goes, and then maybe we could implement it all over the country. But yeah. Greg brings Especially up of all places to cut back on police protection. Chicago's definitely a, yeah, because there's nothing going on there. Yeah. Uh, but one thing Greg brought up, and I'm looking now, and he's right. It, it's getting to the point that these crowds are not just—they don't just feature uh, a bunch of young, uh, you know, white people. It's starting to be mostly young white people. And 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 as yeah. Greg was making the point, what we have here uh, most of the time probably are a lot of 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 children who have become young adults. And I use the word adult loosely, and they probably have come from you know. Privileged upbringing, uh, meaning you know the, the very thing that we're trying to to address here. So what's going to happen is these white people, who 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 have nothing to do because they likely live a, a life of very 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 few hardships, and they feel so guilty about it. That's why they run to any protest that starts, whether they even understand the protest or not. And they're going to scream that your city and where you live, and uh, um, the African American neighborhoods. They're going to defund the police, abolish the police, then leave. Yeah, then um, back to I mean, the suburbs. Right, and they're going to head back to the suburbs, which we'll talk about before the day's over as well. And you're going to be the people that will actually have to face the society that they demanded on your behalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now I do know the that, that there's certainly African Americans who agree with it, but I'm watching. I'm just saying in this particular footage. In this particular footage at the mayor's house, you really have mostly a bunch of uh, young white people. Yep. Uh, and there's and their demand. It, it, it's easy to scream defund and abolish the police if where you live that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know too. This or there's is, not a lot of crime. Or there's is, not a lot of crime. Yeah, Th- this is odd too because Lori Lightfoot is probably one of the most 
liberal mayors out there. She's mm-hmm. been very outspoken. She's battling the police. She's battling oh, yeah. Trump. Federal and what? Agent. And you think she would be the hero of this mob? But yet they go to her house to protest. I know. Yep. They and now they want the, uh, the statue down, which enough. she took down last night. Right? Did sure and did. Uh, you know now the Italian community there is furious because mm-hmm. they were like, we thought we were cool on this, you know. Right. Right. So, uh, and there's yeah. actually two statues yeah. of Christopher Columbus. One in a prominent place in Chicago proper, and then one in what they call Little Italy. And I think both of them are coming down. So we got a beef because of the way he treated indigenous people. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I don't fully follow the whole uh, uh, we're out to get Columbus timeline. It, it, uh, I, I guess mean, I, narrative, I, did, the you, narrative, yeah. did you see the movie uh, 1492? You know, I was going to watch that, and I haven't. Uh, I didn't. W- what I saw of it was pretty I like good. movies with ships in it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't think um, – I don't know, and again, I don't know. I'm I'm speaking out of school here, but I, I don't think he was as involved in the, uh, you know, in the conquering of the continent as he was an explorer to get there. You know, I don't think that was really his his deal. That'd be like being mad at Neil Armstrong because we left trash on the moon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm well, reading right here. They say that uh, Native American activists believe that he was responsible for centuries of indigenous genocide. So. Well, no, he he's not centuries. I mean, he he may have discovered it for the West. <laughs> They've put world. centuries on him. They've given him credit for centuries. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're going to draw live, a line. He didn't live that long. Yeah. I mean, he he was an explorer. He was trying to yeah. find uh, India, he was, he, and and he crashed into North America. He's going to prove the world was round. Now, was, I, was I round. it's a round. I, 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 I understand. <laughs> like a ball. If you want to be like mad ball, because like he, a ball. you know, I've often we we've talked about this a lot. If you want to be mad that he hung the name Indian on you. And it stuck. I guess you I mean, be mad. Yeah. You're talking about one of the great misnamings of all time. I don't even know why. How did we let that even go away? I don't know. But, but you're, hey, you're not in India. Okay, well, let me take that Indian thing back. It'd be like me trying to discover uh, <laughs> discover Britain, and I run aground in the Caribbean and just call them Brits, and it stayed with them. And I, want, I mean? yeah. Yeah, and I want to tell you this. I just need, like Bubba talked about, I need, I need to sit down and somebody say, I'm now going to give you the entire narrative of why – Christopher Columbus is loathed by minorities, and and then then lay it out before me, because I, is this a when when you hold him responsible for generations of genocide, is that because he came ashore with some diseases that the indigenous people uh, had no uh, resistance to? Because well, I think that came, I think that came later. I mean, if well, you yeah. if you're I'm just trying to I, if you're in that things. school of thought, I think. You know that there's going to be people that came after him. You can hang that on. I yeah. don't think he did that. That's what I'm saying. I think so, he just got. I'm just trying to get clarity on it. Just did, getting started. Did his, he may have opened the door to say, "Hey, there's a new world." Did he, if did, you want to, if you want to blame him for that. Now they claim that he did write that uh, that he found new foods, animals, and indigenous people who he wrote were childlike and could be easily turned into slaves. Now that's. Yeah, well, I mean, he, Look, pro- he probably that, did. If I, that's I don't in, doubt that. If yeah, that's, I mean, I just never knew enough about him to know why. Right. If that's in your journal, then let's know about it. But okay, the, I mean, but that's that was the that's how the worlds were conquered back then. Yeah. Not not just him. It was everybody yeah. did that. Yeah, it, I mean, it, and, it, and then that's gone back to uh, Egyptians and and Babylonians and all of that. I mean, everybody yeah. did that throughout history. That's not that's not unique to Christopher Columbus or. Western Europeans. Yeah, it's a world fact that every. I'm not saying it was right. Every every society in the history of this fallen world uh, had some form of slavery inside that society, and you probably, as we've said a thousand times, you probably want to look at the the societies that abolished it, because if you go to all the societies that participate in it, 
we're going to be here a long time because it would feature almost every single one. So it's a pretty long chapter on the Egyptians. Oh yeah, uh, the, Greek, I mean, the Greeks, the <laughs> Romans—that's a, a big chapter. Uh, cert, certain uh, parts and tribes in Africa. I mean, it, it goes yeah. it goes on and on and on. However, and it and it's certainly wicked, it's certainly evil, and it should never be justified. But there are societies who had it and then abolished it. That makes them unique because some societies never abolished it. Uh, you know, and 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 so and so on and so on. But I guess what I'm saying, like if you came to me and said, "I don't like the statue of Bull Connor." In Birmingham, okay, that that's an easy narrative for you to go. I can see why that should not stand. I agree with you, but Columbus gets a little gray for me. I don't. I understand the label we've put on him, but I need somebody to show me the narrative and say, and here's why that label belongs on Christopher Columbus because of this, this, and this. Not just hey, he was not indigenous, came on the shore, and then all the people came after him to this place and took it over. I mean, I mean, I guess Greg, you, it's been a while, but I remember when I watched fourteen ninety two. I thought that's that's a pretty awesome movie. Is that when he sailed really, Ocean Blue? It is. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, he actually ended up in present day the Caribbean. Yes, yeah, that's where. He yeah, ran. I mean, some of that we've kind of. You know. I'm just saying, is, is Christopher Columbus? Is, is that an easy narrative to go? Hey, he's got the. The fact he took a wooden ship without radar, satellites, weather forecasts, and GPS and crossed the Atlantic—pretty good. That's that's kind of amazing, though. You got to give him that. But I want to make this point again: don't let white people defund and abolish the police and then leave. Yeah, yeah. 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 Make them stay and deal with it. Keep yeah. an eye on that. Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number your phone calls are coming in and we'll take them right now let's go a long distance directory assistance every quote two on two 30 seconds Say, apart hey, at the end of 30 seconds any topic you want to talk about guess what you're hearing you'll hear the buzzer your time will be over someone else will get the opportunity james is in birmingham listening to us on 1047 WZZK, if you want to get in right now, there are lines available. Uh, James, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? You, man. Go ahead. All right, yeah, y'all seem like y'all confused on why everybody was hating Columbus a few minutes ago. Yes. Yeah, so that's correct. What do you say? Did we lose him? Your phone cut out. James? Hey James, oh, it. Yeah, and look, we we're not up on Columbus history like we need. No, to I, I think few movies is not you know. No, I think I understand what's going on, but I you know, and Adler, we were all talking in, in in there. And Walter E. Williams talked about this, uh, who who is African American and professor of economics at George Mason University. If you're just saying that Columbus followed what the entire world was doing, and that was before capitalism was created, here's how you gained wealth. You took it from other people. You came in, you conquered, I'm taking this because we can. That's how the world operated. That's that's how the Greeks accumulated wealth. That's how the Romans accumulated wealth. Uh, that's how, that if you if you were, a, you kind of had a society or a kingdom or an area that was kind of had it going on, when you needed to uh, accumulate wealth, you went out and conquered and pillaged and took. That's wicked, that's evil, but that was the way of the world. And let me tell some of you out there that I, you know, I got no problem tearing down statues. I think statues are creepy. And a matter of fact, I can give <laughs> yeah. you, I can give you some biblical references that say, "Be careful with this kind of stuff." Okay, so I got no problem. I don't like human beings being put in a position of worship of any kind uh, because I don't think there's any human being worthy of that. But, but I will, but I will go back to this. 
capitalism was a system that said to individual people and groups of people, you don't have to conquer people anymore. That you can, you can now acquire wealth and acquire a, a, a the, the, the highest standard of living possible with your God-given uh, potential. So you don't have to go take it from anybody. Now, some people say, well, some people in capitalism still take from other people. Yeah, because you got a bunch of fallen people. But this system is not the system of let's gather up and let's go conquer somebody else and take what's theirs. Right. I, we can go out and – It's accum- about creating trade, yeah, yeah. creating jobs, creating It, it changed a, the a whole mentality. Yeah. Uh, the, the British Empire. But before that, conquering was the way of the world. Now, if you say, well, I don't like that way of the world, so let's not put anybody on a statue that's ever part of that system, okay. But but don't act like that wasn't the way of the world. Let me tell you what you can't be. Anti-conquerors and anti-capitalism. You can't you because because capitalism took away the 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 only way you could accumulate wealth was to conquer others. And that's the beautiful thing about capitalism. It's not perfect, but it's better than the the the, the conquer and pillage format. Uh, let's go to Greg in Alabama. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Biggin. Hey, buddy. I was just, uh, I'm a little bit behind because I normally catch out via the podcast, but earlier in the week, y'all was talking about the COVID testing, and uh, y'all had a doctor call in. And I wish y'all had asked him, but I just have to tell you my example. I, I tested positive Greg. about two weeks ago. I had a normal, what I call a sinus infection, and, uh, I just don't understand. I mean, when this first come out, they said the coronavirus had been around. It's just this strand was new. Mm-hmm. You know, the coronavirus is what typically gives you a common cold. So if you go get tested, you got a cold. Well, you're going to show up positive for corona, although you ain't got COVID-19. <laughs> I don't think that's that, right. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. I, there have been people that have said that, and I, I could see how that can make sense. Yeah. But I think that's uh-huh. been debunked. The, the tests are, are specifically for this strand, COVID-19, not a general head cold or just a general cold in, in general. Yeah, that, I said general about least, four it, times there in yeah. one sentence, but yeah. that's not right. At least that's what we're being told right. by people who are supposed yeah. to know. We all heard that, too. Yeah, and we, there was even an article out there that kind of debunked it because it was, it was out there. It was floating around. I'm, I'm going to give the medical field the benefit of the doubt on yeah. this one. That yeah, I, I think too. if that's the case, they would know that, yeah. hey, you know, we not, might need to be able to differentiate right. between the yeah. two. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't trust their numbers, but I certainly don't. I, understand, yeah, but I believe they covered this one. I understand early. where this guy gets this because mm-hmm. people are out there discussing it, but mm-hmm. it's not true. Well, I heard, I heard somebody that was sitting out there in the waiting room ready to get tested. Didn't want to wait any longer. (laughs) I thought that's where this guy was going, by the way. That's why I was trying to get Greg's attention. I I love it. I love it. Let's go to uh, Jared in Missouri. Jared, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, Green Acres, guys. Thanks for the call, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, guys, just a quick question here. COVID is so dangerous uh, through all these air particles in the air. How come we haven't banned smoking? Well, there's been an attempt to ban smoking, but I, I, are you saying because uh, people smoke and that makes their lungs more susceptible to disease? Well, you know, you would think if uh, <clears throat> sneezing, coughing is a big deal, you're putting all the air particles back in the air, people will walk around smelling that, it'd be easier to, to pass it. Well, yeah. we, we... Bad example. Yeah, it, it was, we're struggling on our examples today. We, <laughs> and that may be our fault for being so comprehensive. Doesn't leave much left. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> Could be. <laughs> we continue to Brian in Montgomery. I ninety two. Brian, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey boys, listen to me now. Uh, y'all talking about that uh, UFO? Um, yeah, they they actually got footage 
of the alien that was driving the UFO. Uh-oh. I sent it to y'all on a tweet. Y'all take a look at it. Uh, it's clear as day. Shows his face. Shows everything. Y'all check it out, boys. Oh, I bet. Somebody look for that. <laughs> I'm scared. What's it on? Uh, he he said he put it on Twitter. Said, Kansas said. is checking in. Hey, Kansas. Hey, Will. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Green Acres. Thanks hey. for the call. Hey, hey. Go ahead. Uh, since we're on the topic of boxing, I got one for you. Uh, Eddie Hall and Hopthor Bjornsson, two uh, world's strongest men competitors, have signed a contract to, for a boxing match. Why are we doing this? Why are we having all these weird boxing matches? Where are you on the, the strongest men, Greg? They're impressive. Well, they're strong. Yeah. They're extremely strong, and I, I'm just waiting on something to just bust loose in their brain. I, know. I mean, they they strain yeah. to the limits. You can't well, strain strong, anymore. Strong people. They all got a big gut on them. Dale in Georgia. Dale, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning, fellas. I uh, just wanted to give Bubba an update on his UFO story um, uh, as far as the, not being able to lock on the missile lock for the UFOs. They weren't able to do that, but they did get audio from one of them, and uh, it was just like this. All right, Fauci, fire it in there. It'd have been good if it had got his name right. What's okay. wrong with people today? I hate to be so harsh. Greg's asleep over there for some reason. So <laughs> no, I'm playing the role of Greg. No, I'm, but, I'm catching up on something that somebody should have sent me a lot of The um um I don't know. I, I don't know. If, it, it, I know that sometimes toward the end of the week we wear out. It sounds like the audience is wore out tonight. It's like, it's like they, <laughs> and I were just talking about us wearing out. It's, but it's just too much. It's like they can't. Yeah. They, they, well, it's been a lot, a lot on their plate yeah. for yeah. several weeks. They're, they're a fatigued audience. Stop the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler are all here. Twenty-six and a half years and loving it. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, is available again this weekend. We interview uh, Pastor... Dana Coverstone out of Burksville, Kentucky, pastor of an 80-person church and uh, has had dreams that he said uh, have come true and has dreams that he thinks may be showing what is going to happen with our country in September and November. Uh, And, of course, we interview him about those dreams and uh, where he thinks they came from and why he thinks there may be something to it. Uh, so enjoy that uh, this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Sounds odd for me to describe what we're talking about and then say enjoy it. Uh, but welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for sharing your time with us. Bubba, we got a pretty big election coming in November. Coming up in November. Don't know if you're aware of it, but yes. it, but it's a yes, big I've one. I've seen a little bit about that. Yeah, right? it's President yeah. Trump and Joe Biden. So for the, all of us here in America, the USA, uh, it's probably good that we try to figure out exactly what is at stake. Uh, coming up in November, because that's uh, the beautiful thing about a constitutional republic for now. Uh, We get to go out and we get to use our voice, uh, and we say, uh, I think America should do this, or I think America should do that, and we do that through our setup of uh, senators and representatives and and in our electoral college, and here we go, Bubba, it's coming up. Mm. So I think it's important for us to to look at everything that that the election uh, may may give us, and uh, 
I'm hearing people talk about this. I saw we had a call about it a minute ago. You guys, some of y'all were familiar with it. I was not. And that is Joe Biden's plans for American suburbs. Uh, this uh, And this is something that, that Biden says he's all about. Do I have that correct? Rick, uh, according to the story, mm-hmm. and I'm not really familiar with this plan when mm-hmm. it was first uh, hatched and the beginning implementation of it, but it basically was – to suburbs what school busing was to education. Let let me say this first. Biden has no plan. All Biden is doing is going out to the AOCs, the Bernie Sanders, Beto O'Rourke, Elizabeth Warren, and he's adopting their plans. I got you. So these are the plans that we're getting from Biden. He's a chameleon. He is. He's he's taking on things they want to do. Absolutely. Because he thinks that that in order to get the base of Democrats fired up now, you need to be more with this kind of thing. Exactly. Because in the past, he wasn't this way. This this was actually an Obama-era program that that was cut short. It's not his. Uh, and the, Biden is, is, according to these sources, wanting to re-implement this. It was actually called the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, uh, which would uh, basically almost federalize zoning laws at local levels. And the plan would be to force suburban towns with single-family homes and minimum lot sizes to have to build high-density affordable housing smack in the middle of their neighborhoods. <laughs> local preferences and local control would be out the window. Uh, and when you do that, you would force these local communities to have to build bigger water, sewer, and all that, so there's a big cost that goes with that. They would have to raise taxes on the people already living there to accommodate <laughs> this, and it would make suburban living extremely expensive. And if you carry this plan all the way out, it would be to try to force people to move back into the city. So I see Ben Carson, you know, was making the point that I was going to make as the first thing came to my mind. And Ben Carson, you know, who we know is working with HUD uh, and, you know, is the HUD secretary. And um, he said, you know, one of the quotes is, to be clear, anyone, uh, you know, that is denied a chance to rent or buy a home because of their race is illegal. That 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 should be prosecuted where whenever right. and wherever yes. that happens. Okay, let's all get that established. But then, you know, Ben Carson makes this point. He said, "But the real barrier to suburban living, because we have already decided we will not let you deny housing to anyone because of their ethnicity. Right. That's already the law. Mm-hmm. And and if we are doing a poor job of enforcing that in places, then we should enforce it. But then Ben Carson says, "But the real barrier to suburban living is money." Living in the burbs isn't cheap. He says um, people can only afford to live in certain places, but let's be clear, it's not because George Wallace is blocking the door. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, what I'm meaning, people yeah, have no, the freedom to live wherever they want. Right. And if not, then we should prosecute those denying you that. But the point is maybe we should concentrate not on let's put more government housing in places why don't we do what we need to do as a country to be sure that people of all ethnicities can be released to their maximum potential, and then if they then become uh, financially able to live in the suburbs and they choose to want to live in the suburbs, as people are already doing, by the way, and if you say, well, why aren't there more people uh, that, 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 can, that can afford to live in the suburbs? Well, then we can address those problems and, and, and see if there's some things happening that – 
have things other to do with what you might be doing yourself by the choices you're making, but maybe not. Maybe the system is, uh, yeah. is, 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 is unbalanced. And if that's the case, then we need to talk about that. But what we don't need to do is to turn around and think that if we just start building a lot of uh, low-income housing and government housing in the middle of the suburbs, suddenly we'll solve all the problems of government housing and all the problems of the people who are living in them. That just is not going to happen. That that's 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 lunacy. Yeah. Well, that's why I refer to it as the education busing. It's kind of a forced mixing. Yeah. Uh, that was not naturally occurring, um, and again, not not with any preference to race, but more of the lifestyle you want to lead. Now, many people, and we have seen some of this, have have migrated back to uh, the, the the metro areas. Some of them want to live in these lofts and, and these yeah. kind of things because they like the fact they can walk everywhere. And, no, I understand. You know, and it, it's really more of a of a lifestyle you prefer. Well, Bubba, you know what um, they're doing though? They're choosing how where they right, want to live. Right. And 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 I, and but I most, have. A, but most suburbs are going to have, you know, rules about you know times of day you can do stuff, noise ordinance. I mean, it's for people that don't want to live in that hustle and bustle. Um, so, you know, you see where a lot of this is probably not going to, to fare real well, and it would be a point of friction. Right. I mean, there, you know why people started moving back to the inner cities that I'm familiar with? Even people that I know. Yeah. I know people that either said, hey, I'm retired now, and my version of downsizing is to get a loft downtown. Greg's a loft guy. Yeah. People yeah. don't know yeah, that. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. And, and, and there's, some of it, there's some of it that I would enjoy if I, was, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, if I didn't have other things that I needed to do. And I have friends that are doing it, and they love all that. But the reason why people move back into the inner city is when they think, A, it's affordable. Yeah. B, I have access to the things I'd like to have. And C, I don't have to worry about my safety yep. or, or my, my, my loft being broken into. Yeah. So you can't say on one side, let's all move in to revitalize some inner cities, but oh by the way, we're abolishing or defunding the police. That's not going to work, right? No. And and then and then and then you don't need to say, well, the, the way we need to make the suburbs more like the inner city is to not have police anywhere. That's a terrible idea as well. Mm-hmm. What I would think is maybe that no matter where you want to live, it become an atmosphere where there's law and order, there's opportunity to make a good living, everything that you need is is available to you and affordable. And and I think then, and I got a strange concept coming up because we we look right here at the uh, uh, the, the the Brookings Institute Institute, and they say that African Americans have been steadily leaving the inner cities and choosing oh my gosh suburban lifestyles, and that many families of all races, all ethnicities, want to spend uh, uh, want the peace of mind of letting their kids ride bikes around quiet neighborhood streets, yeah. and uh, and that's uh, and and it says so that's what. People are doing what they want to do when they can do it. But to try to say, well, you want the suburbs, you're not set up financially to be there. You're not set up to be there. We're just going to, we're going to, we're going to make it happen. No, that that's this thing again. I don't know what it is with the left. They try to create markets and try to force things that the free market is the best place to go in. And let me be clear, just like the laws we made, if, if we have people being denied access to liberty, being denied access to fill in the blank because of their ethnicity, then that's illegal and it can't be tolerated. So that's already in play. And if we see that even in the free market, there's adjustments we can make to, to, to provide more equality across the board, I'm all for that too. But, but this, this idea is, is, is not going to work. It's, it's stupid. 
and and it and it, and, it, and it will not work. And so, but like you said, Biden's trying to come up with sound bites. Biden right now, if he thought, if he would just come out and announce he's a Marxist, and he thought being a Marxist would get him elected president, he'd do it. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, look how many other things he's changed his mind on. Some he's come up with. He a, doesn't a, have any kind of plan. He's just utilizing others that haven't worked in the past. And he's even come up with an own version of Catholicism. I know. Rick I mean, and yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is 22 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thank you for being with us, and let's move forward. Tell your children that their time has just begun. So as uh, we make our way back, don't forget Lexington, Tennessee. See you tonight. I'll be there for Man Church uh, and a fish fry. Looking forward to that. I haven't mm-hmm. had a, been to a fish fry in a while. Fired up about that tonight. So um, nothing can survive hot grease. Right? Nope. Uh, that'll be at First Baptist Church in Lexington, Tennessee. And I know that uh, Pastor there, Clay, uh, just uh, became a grandfather, and mm-hmm. not before last. So congratulations to to the pastor and uh, their new grandchild. So uh, be there tonight. And looking forward to seeing all the men who will be attending. Details are at rickandbubba.com under events. Okay, so uh, some other things uh, that are out there today. Uh, Kentucky faculty uh, want to change uh, the arena name. Uh, You know, Rupp Arena, they're saying that uh, because of the new uh, revisionist of history and and behavior of people uh, during different times in our history, that we certainly agree uh, uh, is uh, is not uh, desirable. They say Adolf Rupp. Uh, he st- uh, says that name stands for racism and exclusion. Mm. We've all seen that movie. Well, wow. Yeah, I mean, look, look Rupp, uh, uh, like a, a lot of people of his time, uh, sadly, uh, had uh, seemed to have some views. Now, did he change those views? That's kind of important for us to research. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I think, and I think we need to realize this when you apply it to everything. Let me say that again. Apply this to everything. We, we look back on our country and even people like, you know, we're only one generation removed. I mean, uh, Greg and I were talking this in the kitchen with Adler. Our mother and father grew up in an era of segregation, Jim Crow, and all those things. I mean, that's those were my our parents, not 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 our great grandparents, our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and here I am at fifty five, and you can talk to them about it. Of course, they completely have changed their their point of view about a lot of things. Have been redeemed by Christ and and look back on those times living in Alabama during the Jim Crow era, and they can't believe that they didn't see how clearly repulsive it really was because it just became accepted. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that you know they looked at anybody as inferior as anybody else. They just thought, well, this is just the way it is. And you say, Rick, how in the world can that take place? I tell you how it can take place. Andy Andrews wrote a book about it. 
uh, all you have to do to get people to do stuff that you want them to do is to lie to them. You, all you have to do is lie. And so we see how repulsive that is, and even the people that lived in that era that are still alive that have changed who they are, they can't believe they ever saw the world the way that they were told to see it then. Well, we better take that and apply that to everything because there's something else going on in our country right now that is just as wicked, and that is we've got a bunch of Marxists that are trying to do the very same thing with the generation of people here. Now, it may not in, it, it may not involve those problems, but any problem can become normal and okay if you present it in the right way and you don't have the spiritual discernment to say, this doesn't feel right. This, this is wrong. And um, so I think we need to wake up and maybe looking back over some of this history and these people were saying, how did they live in that era and, and do the things they do and, and say the things they did? I'll tell you how. Because there was a political movement, of course it was the Democrats uh, in many cases, and there were all kinds of culture, culture um, that was being adapted by a generation of children or young people that thought, well, I guess this is the way it is. And, and if you don't educate people to, to say, hey, you got to come out of this indoctrination into this way of thinking, we better do the same thing involving Marxism in this country right now. And if you don't think it can happen, well, how do you think something happened mm-hmm. like the things we were just describing? How in the world did white people walk around and think that was okay? Because they'd been told, well, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Now you say, well, they're responsible for their own actions. I understand that. We all are. However, I'm just telling you how it can happen. There were some people that right that that you know changed their point of view. When did they change their point of view? When Martin Luther King Jr. and that movement kept pointing to what the Bible actually said and what the Constitution actually said, and said you're not living out what you claim to believe, either from a faith standpoint or from a constitutional standpoint. Well, that same thing is happening right now with this movement of Marxism, and they're using all kinds of things. They're using the plight of of minorities. They're using the plight of um, the LGBTQ community. They're using everything they can use, but at the end of it all, they're just Marxist and anarchist. That's all they are. And, um, and, 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 that, and that's, there's a lot of people that are innocent in, in that part of it because they're saying, well, they're with us, so it must be okay. And, and uh, you got to start paying attention for this kind of stuff. So, you know, you look at Adolf Rupp in the era he lived in and the way he, uh, he saw um, African-American students and players and stuff um, and segregation. Um, there's some things there that, that don't look good. You've seen the movie when he had his all-white Kentucky team against the all-black uh, Texas Western. I've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, if the oh, mo- yeah. and if the movie's accurate, his attitude uh, toward segregation would uh, would not be one I would adopt. Yep. And so do you say – I don't know how he finished his life. Did he finish his life still that way? I don't know. Uh, but now we have faculty. It says, well – because once it starts – then you say, well, we got to take a look at everything, and mm-hmm. and if the standard becomes A, then everything out there has to be held to standard A, and then there's a lot of a revisionist, a revision of history and people and names on buildings and streets and monuments, and I mean it's a lot of work to do. You know, it's a, it. Uh, you got to watch those people with the first name Adolf. You know, just keep an eye on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have thought that name would have been removed. 
Yeah. Well, I guess he may have been. What, I was trying to think time wise. He may have been. Yeah, I was about to say. It he may have been before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he might have even had a short little mustache, but not, you know, yeah. before it became unpopular. Well, that went away, I mean, didn't it? I hope they don't look too close to Adolph Coors. <laughs> I don't know, Greg. Greg you know that, Golden you? Colorado. Yeah, I don't know. How, how was Adolph Rupp? You're right. Did he know that name seen. was going to have some bad connotations? I'm not well, sure. Well, he quit when coaching he... in '72, I think it said, uh, and he was he was pretty old then. So I, I don't know. Well, and then some people so he, he may have been named, you know, the very early days of the right. century. So that'd been before Adolph. Hitler. Right. Yeah, he may have never known the right. bad the bad PR with Adolph, uh, but. The question is this, though. Do you name the arena after him just because of what he did in basketball and who he was as a person? Is not why you get an arena named after you? I don't know. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, how are you? Thank you for being with us. Phone calls coming in. Let's go. A long distance directory assistance. Your phone calls can get in. There's room. Let's talk about whatever is on your mind. You know, we're about to go into a weekend. If you're listening to this show uh, on the day that it uh, that it airs, which is a Friday, so I mean, we're we're gonna go a couple of days and not be able to talk. So let's uh, let's spend some time chatting. At eight six six, we be big. Hellofresh.com. Uh, how, how about meals delivered directly to your door? Uh, they've gone out and put all the deg- ingredients together. They've got all the recipes together uh, on the ones that you picked, and they've got a, a great selection of different types of menu items. Twenty two chef curated recipes, uh, and you see them every week. And they've got everything you can think of. Uh, so you pick them. It comes to your door. They do it contactless now, if you want to during the pandemic, and then. Uh, all of them are individually in little individual bags. You get it out and say, all right, here, here's Monday, here's Tuesday, here's, here's, here's tonight. Uh, you fix them in about 20 minutes, and i got friends and family doing this. We've, 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 we've experienced it, and it, the, the, the meals are delicious. And, boy, it takes away the hassle of having to spend so much time going to the grocery store. And then, you know, what, what happens a lot of times? Well, you, what are we going to eat tonight? What are you, oh, I forget it. Let's just. But then you've already got it ready to go. You've got your weeks, and you can set it up any way you want to. HelloFresh.com. That old promo code Bubba, somebody say Bubba, 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 uh, is going to get you $80 off on the first order in free shipping. HelloFresh.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. Let's go to Tyler, Pensacola, Florida. Tyler, 30 seconds, you're on. Go right ahead. Yeah, I got a question for you. If they're testing for COVID-19 at the site, how come the paperwork you get back says SARS-COVID-2? No idea. Uh, I think it's all in that same family. Yeah, it? yeah. I, I, or I that's what they initially called it, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it a SARS type virus? You know, a SARS, I don't know. Mars, <laughs> COVID. I, I don't know. Uh, we continue. Lisa Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Lisa, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, I got to talk to Greg. Are you there, Greg? Yes. He's here. Yes. Okay. All right. And, and this is like the worst subject in the world because anybody involved, I think, needs to be executed immediately. Oh, wow. But there, there's all this stuff going around that um, pedophilia is rampant with high-level people in Hollywood, and and it goes beyond even Jeffrey Epstein level. She's talking about Pizza Pizza Gate. The QAnon bunch is supposedly going to come out. Yeah, she she says this is your your area. And after the UFO story, what do we know? What do we know? What do you want to know, Bob? 
Huh? What do you want? I just want to know what they knew, Rick, and when they knew it. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, I, I've heard these things. I've heard these things. Oh, my gosh, here it comes. Out. I've heard Tom Hanks is even involved, yeah, which scares me to death. Heard that uh, come too. on. Hey guys, I've heard it. Rick, it's out there. Hey, Rick. I don't believe it. Bill Cosby. I know. Anything's possible. Uh, do you know that thought was in my mind before you mentioned it? I know. Did y'all hear about the Wayfair thing? Yeah, Have y'all yeah, talked the about it? Yeah. 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 The people, the people no, that make the furniture. Yeah. Yeah. The, yes. We're, we're yes. almost to the weekend. Look, yeah. I'm saying it's not true. I'm saying it's not true. Um, I'm not saying pedophilia doesn't happen. I'm not saying that the you know child trafficking and sex trafficking, all that, that does happen. And there are people that do that. Yeah. But I don't think that it occurs when these conspiracy people get rolling. I don't think it occurs on Wayfair.com. So that what you you spend ten thousand dollars for a cabinet and instead you get a kid and it just so happens the name of that cabinet is the same name of a kid that's missing yeah. and the cabinet costs like fourteen hundred dollars right of course up until yesterday I didn't think the UF uh, the government was hiding <laughs> UFO information from us but whatever I, I I know what you mean but the thing is there are hundreds of thousands of kids that go missing every year so yes, you're going to be right, able to match. Yeah. A, a furniture name to a kid. Didn't you're, know you you were cared about this so much. Well, it, it frustrates me when oh, people this spend thing runs deep. When yeah, people does. spend so much time on these conspiracies. When I'm like, okay, if you truly, truly care about sex trafficking and you want to help the situation, oh, go and work with companies that actually fight sex trafficking and volunteer and help them instead of yeah. investigating right. and, and watching stupid YouTube videos about conspiracy theories. Hmm. Then you'll make an actual difference if you go and actually help these organizations. Yeah, it goes that are legit. About, that's what so people think. When people ask me about all these we don't know if they're real or not i always say kind of what you said there's so many actual problems that i know are legit that need my attention i can never get to those it, well, i wish we would kind of put as much energy in the things that we know are real yeah i mean there's they're 100 problematic let's concentrate on that it'll take up all the time we have use that time <laughs> right, right and you'll make a difference right thank you adler thank you I for that word mad about he it, was so. i didn't I, mad about it. I didn't know <laughs> listen the internet's gone crazy <laughs> Okay, I, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. yes. Okay. Does, does this mean? Does this mean we don't? Okay. Does this mean we don't have to order any more furniture? Well, like I say, I've ordered plenty of it from them. So on that, really. But anyway, so, it's so good, anyway. but it's just right. But I mean, if they're a bad company, we don't have to order anymore. That's right. right? Yeah, right. Because yeah, we, right. you know. Like every husband, we seem like we're ordering too much of everything. Well, I've got something I'm going to tell you about, about ordering furniture you're going to love. I just did it, and it was number one. <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be tied to anything like this. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Scott. Yeah, I see what you mean. That yeah. wasn't Birmingham. Hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, oh, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> 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 go, go ahead, Scott. I was coming at it from a little different angle. You were. You were, yeah. sure. Hello. Just timing off. Hey, buddy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> hey, I uh, want to ask uh, Bubba a question. Yes, sir. When are you gonna bring back the good old boy theater? Theater. Well, I, I sent the, I sent my robe out to the dry cleaner, and it never came back. So I don't know. We're gonna have well, to me, revamp that. Now, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: You got a guy that sits there on the right there with you, the ball headed guy. You know he could do that little laugh. He always does that. <laughs> he could do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm so confused. I, I didn't, okay. They're tired. It, it, I'm telling you, it's at the end of the week. Yeah. And I know. All Look, the, you know what? It's, think it's, all we've hit them with. Hey, think of all we hey, hit them with. 2020's been a tough year. It has. So, so he wanted and, to, to And here we of, are seven months, almost to the end of it, into it. And uh, I think we've had a good week. 
you know. We have. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's been tough out there for the audience. Because think about it. It's almost been like. Said the news cycle's been terrible. Oh, yeah. Kids have been at home sure. yeah. longer than yeah. usual. They're all screaming, send them to school. My favorite. Have you seen how mad they are that they're yeah. even talking about oh, they send them to school? Can I tell you what's What you talking about? What's hilarious right now, what I've noticed, too, is, you know, and we've said this before, there's the, I like the idea of something versus what it's really like. Yeah. The number of people I've seen throughout this that said, I always thought I'd want to be a work-from-home guy. <laughs> no, no, that yeah. look, I, that, I, I'd kind of romanticize that a little bit. Uh, I actually have my no— My office and my truck I, looks pretty good. I actually have no desire to to do that. That, that newness cool. wears off in about two weeks. little separation is yeah. always good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to—you think that's Jabo? 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 Uh, Jabo. Jabo. I'm going to go Jabo. Jabo, go ahead. Hey, man, I just wanted to remind you guys about Brantley, Alabama Speed Trap. Uh, we're headed to the beach this weekend. Oh, yeah. And, Rick, I think I remember it got you about two years ago. It did. I think it was you. And watch that robot. And, uh, it's a beautiful little town, but that robot means business. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I heard a story about a guy who went through there, and he seen a flash on that camera, knew he was going to speed limit, went around again and flashed on him again the second time. He did that three more times, got home. Guy had five tickets for no seatbelt. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Gary in Huntsville. Gary, go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, I was uh, wanting to try to make a comment. You know, back in the day when uh, the, you know, uh, the Adolf Hitler's party, they went and defunded the police so his brown shirts could go in and wreak mayhem and everything. And that's basically what got him put in power, and we know what happened from there. Well, you make a good point. We can say all we want to. We made this point over and over again. If you defund or abolish the police, there there's always going to be a need, and Bubba made this point about the chop, there will be a need for some force to be the enforcer of what whatever are the rules of any given community. So you can get rid of you know our version of law enforcement right now it's just going to be replaced with whatever the people who are in charge decide to to put into power to keep order. It, it, it's just it's 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 insane to think like this. What we're supposed to do is take the law enforcement we have, hold them to the highest level of accountability, and remove anybody that shouldn't be there. Not to get what get rid of the entire operation. Now, if you if you look at most of the historical part of this, he didn't call to defund the police. He just took over the police. Mm. Well, he's making uh, the I point. Think, he, I think he, I think some people are trying to tie in. Some, look, it's a bad idea to defund the police. I don't think you have to try to tie it to Nazi Germany. That I don't think that's a fair comparison. Well, I think at least the history. Well, part the point of it, he's trying to make is you're right on the actual details, but he's saying is. He took away the police they had and just replaced it with his version of the police. Well, he just took it over and, right. and made it the you know the way he wanted it to be. Yeah. Right, which is the point. I mean, we're not going to live in a society where there's not some version of the per- people who have the power saying this, whatever you want to call them, they're going to keep the order. Yeah, I, I like the system we have now, but I want to I want us to be uh, you know we not tolerate people who shouldn't be there. I still think that's a better system than going to mob control, total chaos, and turning the the big cities of our country into a large version of what the chop was. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we go to chop, chop, let's chop. go to Steve yeah. in Vestavia yeah, Hills. I think technically, if you look at it, they didn't defund the police. They actually beefed them up. Correct. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. You're just going to have strong arm coming from somewhere else I, yeah. that, that maybe doesn't have the accountability we have now. Uh, Steve in Vestavia, go ahead. 
Yes, sir. I'm just wanting to know if I'm old enough to buy the geezer sheets. I just turned 65, and I'm a guy. I'm hoping that I can now finally get these old geezer sheets. I think you're in. <laughs> you're ready. That's a good one. You are ready. Old geezer sheets. South Louisiana. David standing by. Hey, Dave. How you doing, buddy? Hey, pretty good, guys. Hey, uh, I work for a major hospital system in a major city in South Louisiana where we're supposedly seeing huge spikes in COVID patients. Follow the science, David. David, just follow the numbers and follow the science. Well, so, uh, what's curious is amongst this, we have stopped screening employees entering the building. Yep. I walk right into the building. No one takes my temperature. I come in any door I want. That seems very odd to me. Well, you're, you're, yeah, you're not look, alone in that. I, I told Rick, and it's really too late in the show to bring it up today, but I, I've, I've been talking to several doctors, and they're they're telling me that there's, there's some real funny business going on. Absolutely. I mean, these are people I trust. Me too. Yeah, I talk to people. And, they're and not. They, they're, they're telling me there's some real funny number counting going on. Yep. And they're not sure who and why, but it's being done. Yeah. And these are not, as somebody said, these nope. are people that are actually there. On the ground. Yep. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Come on with it. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. Catch Rick and Bubba University, the podcast again this weekend. Wherever you get podcasts, and also you can watch it now on Blaze, on Pluto. Have you ever check out this Pluto thing? I, I dabbled with Pluto when I was on vacation, uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's uh, this technology just keeps getting better. Well, hey, we'll stream, stream some, man, we'll stream in the drop of a hat. Uh, we got to get this shout out, yeah, and then yeah. I got to mention another email I got here, Rick. And this is this is very disturbing. This I, uh, is what I'm going to share with you right here before we go to the yeah, it is. It is. It's very it. disturbing. But first of all, we have a, a an anniversary for two uh, two friends of ours, and uh, and of course it, it, the anniversary it doesn't say how many years here, does it? At it's all. been a bunch. It's been a bunch of them, and that is of course uh, America's favorite couple, Michael and Sandy Mulvaney. Yes, yes. Michael is uh, one of the. Many members of the legal team that we require here yeah. at Rick and Bubba yep. Show from yep. time to time. Always good to have him on speed dial. <laughs> or as we call him, part. Yeah, right. Where did that come from, by the way? That's, it's that, short that, for partner. But it's got a D in it. Yeah, but he just hipped it up. Okay. Because so, I thought Cause that it would sound funny to say, hey, par. Yeah, or part. Yeah. That doesn't make any so sense. So we just turned into part. Do you part. think it was part at one time and we all started saying part and we just know. stuck with it? I don't know. So uh, Michael and Sandy, happy anniversary. What? Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. So we wish you guys many more. What's the disturbing email now? Uh, Okay, we had the guy a minute ago that said they're not screening Here we them go. anymore. Okay, you heard that, right? Yes. What did he say? What he, did he say? Well, and he's not the only one. I had somebody tell me that, uh, you remember we had the call the other day? <laughs> That if uh, just what did he say? He said he's not being screened coming in and out of the hospital. We're not doing it here anymore either for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this guy here <laughs> says, and he, he's anonymous, he said, we used to have a station set up that looked like a metal detector. It had an automatic thermometer mounted mm-hmm. on it at the hospital's main entrance. They took it down yesterday. We quit screening people coming in and employees too. Well, but and, I thought we were at record numbers of this. I know. What is going on out well, there? Well, don't people? forget, too, we, we wow. 
had a person call in saying we are being even if you're asymptomatic and you're positive, yeah. we're you're sending still coming, you back in. And I got total confirmation on that. That was one hundred percent right. Yeah, but that goes against everything we're being told. Well, I thought you're supposed to. Well, maybe what we're being told the, is, well, <laughs> look, Rick, something that something weird. Here's going. where I am. Is this the Illuminati at work? What is it? Here, here's where I am on it. COVID nineteen is real, and it can be very dangerous for a small amount of people, and it can kill you. And you want to do what you can do to keep from spreading it and keep from getting it. Everything else other than that statement is a load of crap. Okay? A complete load of crap. The numbers are a load of crap. Uh, The way we're playing games with the treatments is a load of crap. Uh, and uh, everything else has an agenda. Fauci's and, ability to throw out the first pitch, a bunch of crap. And, let me, whoa, and, let me, and this is going to be unpopular with some of some of my minions, I think. It'll be unpopular. And I do think we should wear masks when uh, to minimize the spread of it to other people and for and to give ourselves yeah. a better shot at not catching. I'm not anti-mask. Yeah, I'm not either. But, I don't like but, it. But, but, but no, no, I don't like no, no, being no. told I got to do it, but I think I need you, to You do know it. why I'm, I'm not anti-mask? Because it makes logical common sense. Yeah, it it, you know, it's kind of hard. You know, now do they, are they? Are they are, hey, Rick, now, if jeans don't hold in them. Yeah, if, I know, we heard <laughs> that. We talked to somebody yesterday. <laughs> are they completely foolproof? No. No. They, they make us no. less contagious, not completely yeah, you know, non-contagious. You, you just knock down what you're spreading, right? Just and you try to, and you try to keep your distance from people as best yeah. you can. Now, am I living my life in a terrified hole, refusing to interact with people? No. Uh, am I? I wish you're a little more terrified. When, Rick. when I interact with people, mm-hmm. do I keep distance and wear a mask? Yes. Uh, but but because COVID is real, it is out there, and it is dangerous to less than one percent of the people who get it, unless you're in a category of elderly and pre-existing then your chances of dying go up. Now, does it kill people, though, that don't have pre-existing and aren't, or aren't elderly every now and then? Yeah. But not any more than anything else kills people right. every now and then. Right. So it's real. It is contagious. Let's be wise about it. Everything else, everything else, you can't trust. What is it? It's 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 crap. <laughs> it's 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 agenda driven. It's it it's is. playing games. I think money's involved no to doubt. a lot of it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, like Bubba said in the break, and we've had others in the medical field say this. If we would say tomorrow, and I know why we did it to try to get people to care about it, because I I love the free market and I love capitalism. You know, it can be abused, but I love it. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. Kind of like law enforcement, it's not perfect, but I'm not ready to get rid of it. You know, I don't want to get rid of capitalism because some people use it for evil. But if we tomorrow said to to every hospital and every doctor's office. A COVID patient at every insurance company, a COVID patient is not worth any more to you than an influenza patient. They're equal. One is not going to make you more money than the other. I bet you'd see the numbers. You'll take see a some deal. change. You'd see a lot of change. You would. But, but y'all. And, it, and once we get past November, you're going to see a lot of change. Yes. Rick, but why? Why? I mean, over the past two days, we've heard numerous people now say, we're not screening people anymore. It's just whatever. Yeah. What what the huh? I know I know. What what huh? Well, either either we're, we're, we're taking. I, mean, I got a thermometer. I mean, I don't want to spend money on one, but I got one. But we're taking it down. Here's it. here's what, what I what is that about? Here's what I can live with. Somebody ha- we'll get Fauci on the line. Here's here's uh, what I could. What, he ain't out practicing this. He's fastball. having Tommy John. He wants to be morning. redeemed. He does. All right, we we'll go back to this. I can live with the fact in hospitals that we need we don't need people staying at home. We don't have enough people. 
So we're kind of doing the thing, what I don't know won't harm me. If, yeah. if I'd rather not know you have it because I'm tired of sending people home. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can I, I can live with that. But again, yeah. if I if I take that attitude, then it's not as dangerous as you keep telling me it is. Right. Because you wouldn't do that on something that was that was morbidly dangerous, would you? I'm hmm. confused. Somebody it, help me. Does does a COVID patient make more money for me than a non COVID? It does. Does a ventilator make even more money for me than a non ventilator patient? It does. It does. Uh, so I'll try to, uh, if it does, then I'll try to find a few more of those cases. Hospitalization numbers are tampered with in a lot of places. Not every place, but in a lot of places. You, you can't you can't follow any of that. We know for a fact that the testing numbers of positives has been attempted to be manipulated in a mammoth way. Yeah. So all you look at look at the deaths, and some of those are tainted too. And do the best you can not to get it and give it to somebody else. Everything else is crap. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.